Hi, and welcome to another episode of Coffee Pods, where we are exploring supernatural God and looking at his supernatural works. We are coming towards the end of this series and look forward to bringing you something new. But we thought we would um, today look at being saved um, through the Bible, through the word and how there is healing um, within scripture. Not only what we read, but how the Bible itself can bring healing. So this is quite an exciting topic. Um, I'm here with Wes as usual. Hello, Wes. Hi. Nice to see you again. And you. Are you ready to go? I am good to go. Let's do it. Fantastic. So when we talk about healing in the Bible, yeah. um, this, this is big. We've only got 20 minutes to do it. So let's <laughs> let's see what we can do for now. But um, we see it in the Old Testament and we see it in the New Testament, don't yep. we? Um, yep. What sort of language does, do the scriptures use to describe healing in these occurrences? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, isn't it? Because as you look through um, all of scripture, you see all these incredible stories. And, 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 and both in, as you say, in Old and New Testament. And some of the language is, is miraculous language. Um, some of the language is like therapeuo is from where we get therapeutic. And it's the sort of words which are about caring and, and about um, looking after uh, one another. And so, you, in fact, some of the words are, um, one of the words, sozo, is a, is a word that can be used for save or heal in the New Testament. And so there's this great expansive picture about what's happening um, in, in the, the, the ministry of healing. In fact, the early church, um, it became a feature of not just the New Testament church, but the church in the first and second centuries, where they were known as those who would care for people who were sick. Um, mm. One of the, you know, we've just been through a bit of a pandemic, you may have noticed. And actually, but pandemics have come up uh, throughout history. And in the early days, the church was known as those who would go and care for those who were touched and, and impacted uh, by the pandemic. So healing has got this sort of supernatural quality. It's also got this compassion quality as well, this looking after people. Um, and it's all sort of in, in the Bible. It's, you know, big, big picture. Yeah, yeah. And and when we've looked at healing in the scriptures before, especially over Acorn Christian Life, we looked at different um, ailments, sicknesses, diseases that may not have had a name back in the script when the scriptures were written, but they do now. Um I don't know if this uh, this is going to make much sense, this question. So do you tell me if I need to explain it? But do you think there may have been occurrences where the body has either healed itself or through medicine and it may have been seen as a, a miraculous healing at the time? I guess that's a great that's a great question. And I guess it's, it's quite possible. You know, um, I think in a sense... Um, you know, the, the things that are miraculous, a lame man walking at the gate, beautiful, you know, that, that was like, well, okay, that didn't happen. But I mean, you're right. The body is a self healing organism. Cause I mean, if you cut your hand, it bleeds and that effectively it's, it's sort of washing out any impurities. The blood then coagulates, clogs up and, and that's to make a sterile covering over the wound. And then the wound starts to heal from the inside out. So in a sense, in some ways, healing, um, Christian healing is where just cooperating with God and I guess asking him to accelerate the process yeah. uh, of healing. But then, of course, there are times when the body doesn't do that or can't do that. 
you know, a serious um, illness where the body doesn't have the capacity to deal with a cancer or to deal with something that's taken place. And so in a sense, I guess your question is, has our understanding of science sort of explained away some of the things that people might have looked at way, way back and said, wow, that's God. Um, and so if I could flip it around the other way for you, which is to say, I think science is a way of us understanding what God was always doing anyhow. Yeah. Um, we've just got names for it now. So uh, the, the man, you know, who um, with dropsy, um, you know, the man with edema, uh, the, the lame, the, the people who we have medical names, the condition, kyphosis is the name, is the condition of the woman in Luke who had the curved back, um, you know, and we've got a name for that now. And so in a sense, um, Acorn never sees that miracle and medicine are opposites. You know, we think actually God's at work in both of them. But, um, you know, as I say to people uh, about the pandemic, I believe in prayer and soap. You know, so, yeah, I, I believe that God is at work in some of the natural processes. I mean, the monks in the monasteries, they understood how some of the herbs, the natural ingredients of the, 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 the world that God created, had therapeutic and, and sort of healing qualities. So the old idea of the nettle and the dock leaf, which I guess many people have done, you know, get stung by a nettle, look for a dock leaf, rub the yeah. dock leaf on the nettle thing, and it counteracts it. So, yeah, there are some uh, miraculous medicines and there's some medicinal miracles going on as well. Um, and the Bible's, you know, full of encouraging us to look to God. Yeah, I love that. I do love that. And especially you mentioned about having a cut and it bleeding. I think that's a miracle in itself that it can heal in yeah. that way. And that yeah. God is within that. It's Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, it'd be great isn't it? if if the car was a self-repairing car. OK, yeah. you go, wow. Yeah. You okay. you know, but actually, by and large, the body, when it's touched by you know, most infections, has this way of saying, well, we're not having this. We're going to sort this out. So I, that but you see, Lisa, that also tells me that God wants people well and whole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah, he, it's not he sort left, of said, is it? you know, let, let, let's not make um, every. Uh, injury a crisis let's give let's give this body a way of you know sorting itself out as well yeah that's that's great so so far we've kind of seen that there's examples of healing in the scriptures yeah um yep. and what else does the bible say about healing or how how does the bible the scripture speak healing into our lives well i mean it's a great story of um of uh hezekiah he's sort of ill and uh, he's going to die. And Prophet Isaiah is sent to him to give him a, a message and says, get his house ready. You're going to die. And this guy says, oh, I don't, God, I don't want to do that. Have mercy on me. And then before Isaiah's left, God says, go back and tell him I've heard. And he can have an extra you know, span of life. So, but when he te get, tells him the message, he then says, get a poultice of figs and put it on the boil that's obviously killing him, poisoning him. Right. And it'll be healed. You think, OK, you know, the option was, let me just lay hands on you and pray. Well, OK, you can do that. But also let's do this. And so I think there's really interesting language in the Bible about um, about healing as a whole. But I think one of the key things for us is. It tells me who God is. Yeah. And, and part of our understanding as Acorn 
is that God is not just creator, which he is, and he's not just saviour, which he is. He's not just Lord, which he is, but he's also healer, which he is. And that gives us some ground to understand not just the ministry that we're in, but the, the life we're living and what we're supposed to do. I, I find that a really, uh, I'm quite passionate about that point mm. because um, I, I often think about people who um, don't necessarily have a faith background or Christian faith background and they want to know more about God and who he is and what his character is like. And um, obviously you find that in the scripture. Um, so that's just kind of reminded me that maybe sharing scripture when we come and minister with other people for healing could be quite important yes and in fact Zacon, one of the things we do is is when we're praying for people we're we're always wanting to relate it to the bible because it's something that they can take away with them um you know when we're not there they can still you you know remember it from the bible or read it from the bible but also i see i think the the interesting thing is for us is is that the Bible is is understanding beyond our natural limitations. It, yeah. it's, got a, it's got a way of describing the reality that we're living and also understanding the place that we're in and, and communicating it to us in such a way that it, it doesn't just hit us at the level of the mind, it hits us at, hits us at a much deeper level. So when I when I understood that Jesus was really the healer. It wasn't that I just sat down and did a plus and minus sort of column and said, you know, it it came to me. I suppose the word I would use as a revelation, as an, as an epiphany. It was like a light went on inside that has never gone out. Mm. That and and actually, nearly it became so obvious to me that Jesus was the healer, and that not only that, you know, that that both in Old and New Testament, here is God healing people and you know helping people who can't get pregnant get pregnant um raising people who were dead there was a great what did you do about this story this is a story of a guy who is dead and they are in the in the funeral service and and a band of raiders come in and start attacking everybody so they don't know what to do with the body so they throw it in the tomb where where elijah was put and, and as soon as the, these guys' bones touch Elijah's bones, he comes back to life again. I mean, you know, I mean, not your average Sunday service. What are you going to do with that? Mm. And so, not only did I understand that God was healer and and, and He was supernatural, but I the other the other light that came on is that we were supposed to take part in it as well. Yeah, it, it wasn't Jesus saying, "Well, I've been there, done that. Good luck, guys. Hope you work it out on your own." We were all sent to go and do that. We talked about being commissioned, being mm. sent out to do the same thing. And so I read it in the scriptures and the light came on. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And and I I, I mean, I find that really relatable because you've just mentioned so that what the scripture tells us about God and who he is and what he does, um, that we've got a part to play within it, as we've spoken about on another podcast. Mm. But then also, I suppose it then helps us understand who we are and who God says we are and what what we are to do around with the people around us. Yes. I mean, I, I meet people and, and if I just put this very respectfully, I, you know, I meet people who when when they know that I'm in the healing ministry, they their, their feeling is that they're supposed to be sick. 
you know, because this is God's will for them. Mm. And 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 I I I don't argue with them. And, and if anybody's in that position, I'm not arguing with you now. I'm just saying, but that's not the picture of the by uh, in the Bible that I get of God. You know, it, it it's not that he would he would give his children debilitating wicked illnesses just so that they could prove how much they loved him. Um, and, and my problem is that, you know, it makes God less of a father than I am, yeah. you know, and, I, and I'm failing and, and, you know, my kids will tell you, yeah, you could have done better. But, but do you know, it, it makes God less than us. And I just think, but when I read the scriptures and I look at every person who comes to Jesus, everyone who seeks him out, you know, and, and you know, the, the lepers who come and seek Jesus out, they had to make a journey to get there. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, Jesus, that just happened to be, you know, within three feet. <laughs> they would have had to come out of the wilderness to find him. Mm. And, and Jesus says, yeah, of course I will. You know, the woman who reaches out to him because she's got this debilitating uh, issue of, of blood, you know, that, that her reproductive organs just will not stop bleeding she had to make a, an intentional journey and jesus yes of course i will and i get all of that in the scriptures i mean i, I love the story of of jairus who's just like beside himself and and i read it and i think yes as a parent that's what it feels like when you've got a fractious sick fevered child and you think god do something and so I, I read the Bible and I, I look at it and I think, yeah, that's real. That's what it's like, you know, and Jesus is there and he's saying, well, I think we should do something about this. Yeah, it's, it is really helpful to see where he's done stuff before, knowing he can do it again. Um, and also, I think when especially I mean, I find if, especially if I'm reading something like the Psalms, um, it reveals to me a need sometimes that I have that I never knew I had so when he starts talking about the promises that he's got for us and I'm like I'm not I'm not tapping into that promise that resource and it's right there for me and I need it and I find that's such a helpful thing that the scriptures do um you know for, for our own lives yes and do you know I, the thing I like about the bible is it gives you I mean you just said it it gives you language for something that you can't always um, even describe to yourself. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that it, it, it helps us to say, um, you know, the, in Psalm 42, it says this, my soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember you. And, and he, he has this whole thing about, um, why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony. And, and he's, he's got this idea that this is, life sucks. This is terrible. This, you know, and I read that and I think somebody else understands what it can be like. Mm. And, and, and this guy goes, and, and the, but he then says, but yet I will put my hope in God because that's the only sane, rational thing to do when you feel like this. And actually, when I get in those moments of uh, uh, my um, kids would call it the screaming abdabs and heebie-jeebies, you know, <laughs> um, over whatever it is, and you think, God, when will this end? You know, how do I? How do I navigate? And then I read that here's somebody who's been through that as well. Yeah. You know, so I, I think in a sense it gives me it gives me courage to believe. Mm. 
that I am not on my own. And in relation to healing, I haven't been left to grin and bear it, but I have been encouraged to look to God for grace and belief. That's a thing for you, grin and bear it or grace and believe. I mean, there you go. Yeah, that's great. A little that's bit of a preacher there for you, you know. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's that's really important. So our teams will use scripture when they pray for people. You know, they will, they will it's a bit like, um, you know, when you buy um, a SIM card, you have to activate it to get it to work. Yeah. The scripture is like that. It, you activate the scripture when you read it out and you you, you put it into effect. And, and and yeah, for us in Acorn, the healing thing and scripture are very important. Absolutely. And I think it's such a Christian thing, and this isn't a bad thing, but it is a Christian thing. If you're trying to encourage someone, you think, oh, I'll find a Bible verse that might encourage them or, or fit with them. Um, but also how God and the Holy Spirit, they it gives us um, scriptures to share with people. And so that just highlights, like, this is such a valuable thing to share especially when it comes to healing yeah it is because you see for instance if you if you were praying for somebody and then you just gave them, gave them a quote from shakespeare okay <laughs> you'd say you know to be or not to be that's the question and and they go right okay thanks very much for that but when you take the written account which is what the bible is of the god generated words and you give them to somebody they're not just words on the page. They have a life in them. The truth is a living truth. So as people hear the living truth, something comes alive in them that, that is not, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond language and literature. It's about a divinely infused thing. It's a bit like, um, you know, when you, when you have these flavoured coffees, you know, and, and you get a different level of reality about stuff with it. And for all those listening, yes, I am a coffee nerd and a coffee junkie, <laughs> you know, and, and whatever. But, you know, it, it's really incredible that when I read the scripture for myself or I read it to others or I tell others about it, it's like between the words leaving my lips and hitting somebody else's ears, it's like God gets involved yeah, and supercharges it. And so they say, and, and it strikes them as believable and they act on it. Yeah. Whereas if I just quoted Shakespeare, they'd say, well, yeah, thanks for that, you know. Mm. And, and so that's that's why in relation to healing, Lisa, for us in Acorn, the word of God and healing go together. Because I'll put it this way. This is going to cause a lot of trouble. So please just hear it to the end of the podcast. The word of God is a person. I've said that before. Mm. It's not a book. The book are the words of God about the word of God. So when I tell somebody the word of God, I'm actually giving them the person of Jesus. I'm not just giving them a story about him. And so I, I remember talking to somebody um, about um, the woman with the issue of blood. I, I preached on it in a church and somebody came out up to me at, at the end. And I mean, where would you do this if it was any other literature? They came to the end and said, is that absolutely true? And I said, absolutely. They said, OK, well, then will you pray for me? Because that's me. You know, and I've had that um, people. In fact, in the end, Lisa, I, I do a thing now, which is if I preach a story, I pray the story. Yeah, I'll, that's great. I'll say, if, hey, if this is you, I'll pray for you because yeah. 
you deserve it if you've listened to me preach the story <laughs> you at least deserve a prayer to make it work as well <laughs> and i i just think for us as christians if we could just activate the truth that we say in the scriptures and just live on that i mean you brought out just a moment ago and um, if god has done it already you could do it again yeah i love that yeah i love that absolutely and i suppose that's the, that's a similar mind frame to what you've just said about preach a story pray a story or pray it hmm. because you're expecting that that wasn't just in the past that he's yeah. still alive and active and yeah so so let, let me get just for our listeners here our pod listeners how about yeah. this why don't you find a story of jesus that is as close to the need that you have right now why don't you find it in the bible read it out loud and then say to God, Lord Jesus, would you please do this for me now as you did it then? And actually write in and let us know what happens. Yeah. Okay. What a great thing to do. Because actually you don't need somebody like me to be there and preach it to you. Just read the story out loud and then say to Jesus, Jesus, you did it before. Would you please do it for me now? Find the story that's as close to your need you have in the Bible. Oh, I love that. I think we should all do that. Um... Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's I just, yeah. And it's also a really good way of getting getting you into scripture, if because not everyone finds reading, um, you know, that accessible. But if you start reading the scripture, it's just so life giving, isn't it? Yeah, and and you know, I'd say if if reading the Bible's you know a bit of a thing, get a get a mate in, ask yeah. them to read it, read it for you. That you can go online and find some of these Bibles that will talk it for you. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I've got a little bit of a hearing thing in one ear, so I might go and find the healing story on the hearing. And, just try that out let you know what happens yeah that's great awesome i think that's a really good thing to end on actually because i was just thinking what what's a practical thing and you just went with it so that's great um let's yeah let's come to a close because we can pick up on some of this stuff in absolutely i think um so would you please pray as usual was yeah let's do that father thank you that the word of god the bible is truth and Lord, even at times when I don't understand it all, it's still true. And so I pray for us, Lord, all of us who are listening to this. And God, I just simply ask, would you lead us to the story that we need? And Lord, as we read it out, would you make it so real in us that it says it happened then, it happens now. And Lord, as we pray, I ask for your healing power to descend on each person who's taken part in this podcast. And that you will demonstrate the truth of the words of God about the word of God. And I ask this in the name of Jesus, who is the word of God. Amen. Brilliant. It's been a joy as usual, Wes. Thank you. Pleasure. And we look forward to catching you guys our next episode of Coffee Pods. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>